Good morning, Lou. How are you? Wow. It is the morning. Let's see. <laughs> Let's take stock. <laughs> Let's evaluate. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm good. I would be better if my neighbors didn't blast music on their little outdoor deck space mm-hmm. past yeah. 1 a.m. yesterday. I would be better. Hopefully, uh, moving forward, they learn the ways of the building. Yeah, I'm about to get them kicked the fuck out. <laughs> Just play your music inside. Yeah. Like if they had played their music inside, honestly, hard. probably would have been chill. Yeah, but alas, here we are. Here we are, not well rested, but ready to go. <laughs> yeah, we have a uh, quite the movie quite to talk the, about um, today. What what's the word? Dumpster fire, right? That's what you said. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Today we are doing the two thousand and eight classic no. question mark. No <laughs> camp rock. <laughs> Man, oh man, I was excited for this movie to come out when I was like a child. Oh, yeah. It's off the wall. Mm-hmm. I was like Demi Lovato and my favorite band, the Jonas Brothers. Life doesn't get any better than this, but it turns yeah. out it's the worst is yeah. the bottom. Because <laughs> you were like a huge Jonas Brothers fan, right? Yeah, were you not? I liked them, but I was like ashamed. Oh. So I liked them secretly, but I didn't really like listen to their albums and stuff. I just listened to like their singles and watched their mm-hmm. music videos. I remember what made me actually start liking them was the burning up music video. I was like, oh, I understand now. I understand the appeal now. <laughs> and I will watch this a million times on my own. Yeah. But no one can ever know. I went to their concert in 2008. So oh, wow. I wonder what month Camp Rock came out. It probably came out in the summer, I'm assuming. I guess so. Maybe like the end I of summer? I know that I saw them in the summer. Me and Christina mm. Gregory were at the same concert in Hartford. Oh, yeah. yeah. But um, also Demi Lovato opened for them. So I think Camp Rock might have just come mm. out. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Very, very formative moments. For me. Also, yeah. if this gives you any insight into me as like a young child, I'm pretty sure that to that concert, I wore like a pad because I was like, what if I get my period during a concert? I was just like very paranoid <laughs> oh about gosh. getting my period. Oh, I remember those days, the paranoia, the fear. When's it going to happen? Because I also didn't get my period until I was older. I think I was like 15. Mm -hmm. So for like years, I was just like, it could come at any time and I'm going to be at school and it's going to be terrible. But I was at my grandma's house, so it was fine. I got my period when I was like in seventh grade. Mm. Yeah. Just cool, fun, fun time. So that's what our lives were like when uh, this movie came out. (laughs) Yeah, I remember I didn't watch it on the Disney Channel because I was like, I'm too old for this. Like, this is dumb. You were 12. I know. I was partially still scarred from my high school musical too. Yeah. Traumatic watching experience. I was like, I'm not going to watch this. So I watched it the day before it premiered in Singapore on the Disney Channel in like 10 parts on YouTube, which I used to do a lot. I used to watch a lot of movies on YouTube when you actually could, where it was like each video was 10 minutes and it was 10 parts. And I was like, this was not good. But it was a hit. It was a smash hit. I used to be obsessed with Degrassi. And I used to watch the early, early, early episodes of, before there was Degrassi, there was um, 
the original series called like as the bell rings and it has like some of the adults who are in degrassi the next generation as kids and i would watch that on youtube oh i've never seen degrassi i feel like i missed that whole like portion of the cultural zeitgeist because i was in asia so i have like no frame of reference it's a canadian show yeah i know a lot of like people who are on the cw come from Mm. degrassi it's like a popular route for people to take I feel like all that people say about Degrassi is just, like, every moment it's, like, someone's fucking getting an abortion, someone getting shot, someone Mm. has a drug problem. Like, it's just, like, bing, bang, boom, you know? Yeah. I know that Drake was in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. He got shot. Yeah, he got shot. Trying to save someone. This is so off topic, but we're just going to talk about Drake for a second. People in Toronto don't really like Drake. Like, some people are like, oh, he, like, forgot where he came from, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and apparently, like, in the Jamaican community, they call him a culture vulture. Mm. But everywhere else, people are like, we love Drake. I'm like, not here. Is he actually Jamaican? I don't think so. Hmm. I know he's half black, but I really don't know his heritage. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with, like, his music or <laughs> him really at all. But so that's that on... That's the Toronto tea, y'all. Yeah. Anyways, Camp Rock actually was filmed in Ontario. That was like such a seamless segue. It was filmed like two hours north of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Um, We watched a little clip from the Jonas Brothers documentary where they talked about how they were like in the middle of nowhere, like shooting this movie. And then they got back to the U.S. and had like completely blown up and had no Mm -hmm. idea. So that's pretty wild. Yeah. I started watching this movie and immediately I was like all of these men are married now. I feel so old and decrepit. <laughs> feel just like an old spinster. Yeah. Who was your favorite? Joe Bro. Nick. Of yeah. course. Same. Of course. It had to be Nick. <sighs> yeah. Nick was my favorite as a kid. I feel like now I probably like Joe the best. Like because he's most attractive or? Yeah. I feel like Nick just got a little too like beefy looking for me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I feel like Nick Jonas now and Zach Efron now have the same body. Yeah. yeah they're like kind of like beefy, muscular. Yeah. Ugh. I want to like, I want him to like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm like me. I want a man that looks like a bean pole. (laughs) You're like, what really gets me going is when I can put my hands in a circle and I can go from head to toe with them. Yeah, I'm like, I saw this TikTok last night from Brittany Broski where she was like, my type is floppy hair on like a fence board. Just put floppy hair on a fence board. That's my my type. And I was like, if that ain't me, Jesus. (laughs) You're like, I'm talking, I'm talking about getting some host tonight. I'm talking floppy hair. I'm talking skinny fat. I'm talking very, yep. very tall. Did I say tall? I said very yes. tall. Very, very tall. Oh, God. I'm going to end up alone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, no. I've never had, like, uh, I feel like a consistent type of guy yeah. or person, honestly. I mean, like, my mm-hmm. romantic interests have uh, varied so much. I feel like I've gone out with lots of different mm-hmm. people, but the people that I really, really like that cause me the most damage. emotional yeah. damage are, like, the fence board with floppy mm-hmm. hair. That's what does it for me. And, you know, I just, I love the oh pain, gosh. so I keep going. Um, You know, also Demi Lovato, she falls in love with Joe Jonas. <laughs> um. We're literally doing, like, everything we can to not talk about I know, this movie. I know, because it's, it's not a good movie. 
not a good yeah it's a bad movie (laughs) i just don't know why i thought that the movie was not bad or just like even if Mm -hmm. i was like oh yeah i watched it as a kid whatever i like didn't go in being like this movie's gonna suck shit and then after the first scene i was like it's downhill from here because the best performance is probably um mitchy's mom connie torres yeah Mm -hmm. totally it's not one of those like it's so bad it's good (laughs) movie it's just like bad probably most of the budget went to like hiring the jonas brothers probably but demi wasn't even that famous back then yeah this was like kind of her big breakout moment i do remember thinking that that like red hair was super cool Oh, that color that she has in the movie? Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought she was so pretty when I was younger. I was like, oh, I want to look oh, just yeah. like Demi Lovato. I really liked Demi Lovato. I liked her first couple singles mm-hmm. a lot. Like, Get Back was such a jam. La La Land, that song was really good. Oh, I was obsessed. But I never watched Sunny with a Chance, so I was never, like, super mm-hmm. familiar with her career. Um, I've seen Demi Lovato in concert four times. <laughs> Wow. I really love her. I will say, like, lately, like, her last studio album I didn't really listen to. I listened to, what was the black and white album? Was it Tell Me You Love Me? That's the newest one. No. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Let me check. Because it came out while we were in college. I think I was listening to it because I was, like, really in my feelings about this guy. And there was, like, some songs on there that spoke to me. After I'd been brutally rejected. Oh, in 2017, Tell Me You Love Me is black and white, and mm. she has, like, her hair, um, and she's yeah, holding yeah. it. On the 2013 mm-hmm. one, which is the one I was thinking of, she released an album called Demi, and she has her hair in a ponytail and oh. her hands around her face. Yeah, I remember in 2008. Yeah, in 2008, she released Don't Forget, and I went to Walmart at midnight to get it. Dedication. I still have that album. I think we have to talk about the movie now. Yes, yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay, so. Dread the fear in your eyes. All right. Opening shot. We have Mitchie Torres waking up for her last day of school. She jumps out of bed, pops a CD in her CD player, and blasts that shit to get ready for the day. It plays what I guess is like Mitchie's original song, Who Will I Be? Uh, It's a fun song. She's brushing her hair. She's trying on all these different outfits before settling on something very normal and just her regular hair that she woke up with. She's like looking through her songwriting book. She's singing at her piano. She's a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn, I did not have this much time to get ready when I was in high school because I would just wake up at the last minute. <laughs> She's excited for school. Ah, to be so young and naive mm-hmm. and joyful. Before the world just crushes you like a bug. So she goes downstairs to have breakfast with her mom, and I got, like, big single mom vibes, but she does have a father in this film. He's, like, very present. (laughs) So um, they go to sit down for breakfast, and there's a TV that they're looking at while they're eating, and there's, like, this channel called Hot Tunes, which is similar to MTV, and they're telling a story about Shane Gray, a famous teen pop star, the frontman of Connect 3, and the other band members are fed up. I think he, like, walked off a music video set. 
His record yeah. deal is in jeopardy, and their summer tour has been canceled. I just can't get over Joe Jonas's, like, anime hair in this movie. Like, the amount of product and, like, straightening that they had to do. It's like, a lot. Just let those natural curls breathe, Joe. They're beautiful. Look at Nick. You could look just <laughs> like him. But... No, I think they wanted them to, like, all look a little bit different. So they were like, all right, you and Kevin are going to have this horribly straightened hair. It's awful. They made them look bad. Yeah. Yeah. But Mitchie and her mom roll their eyes, and they're like, that boy is fucked up. So then Mitchie's mom is like, hmm, by the way, look what I found in the crisper and in, like, the fridge and in every crevice of this household, a brochure (laughs) for Camp Rock. And Mitchie is, like, smiling. She's like, I love this cheese omelet. Even though I haven't taken a bite, um, she tells her she should add it to her catering menu. So her mom is a caterer. And Mitchie's mom is like, we can't afford to send you to camp right now. My catering business is taking off. And your father is expanding the hardware store. Like, they're both small business owners. So Mitchie heads off to school, just disappointed. So at school, Mitchie is cleaning out her locker because it's the last day before summer. Her friend, who we literally never hear of ever again in this movie or the next one, oh yeah, comes up to her and she's like, did you get to go to Camp Rock? Like, what'd your mom say? And Mitchie's like, my dude, my guy, I am not going anywhere. Mom said no. Her friend then, like, rubs in the fact that anyone who, like, wants to be somebody in music goes to Camp Rock. And I'm like, wow, we love elitist gatekeeping. But then she realizes that Mitchie is bummed and apologizes. And I'm like, damn, this girl just can't get a clue. So Mitchie is just like, yeah, I just really want to go to this camp. I just want to be a musician. Yeah, so after school, Mitchie gets home from her job and she works at this burger joint called Barney's. Apparently the family is having burgers for dinner, which Mitchie is horrified by. But I'm just like, why does Mitchie work at a random burger place if her parents both own their own businesses? Like, if she wants to be in food service, work for your mom's catering <laughs> company. I don't understand that, but whatever. Get some good old-fashioned nepotism going. Yeah, why not? You can pay her under the table. It's good for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't pay tax on it. Literally. So her life is fucking awful is what we get. And so her parents are like, okay, we can't wait. We have something to tell you. So Mrs. Torres agreed to be the camp's caterer for the summer. And in return, they get a discount so Mitchie can go to Camp Rock at a discounted rate. Ah, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Mitchie is just screaming. There's only one thing. Mitchie has to help with the catering. That kind of sucks. Done. Oh, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, sure. I don't care. But yeah, no, I would probably I would feel the same way, too. I guess it just kind of sucks to go to camp with your mom because I was trying to be a hoe when I was at my arts intensive <laughs> summer overnight camp. Yeah. So Mitchie's just really grateful and she hugs her parents. And it's actually I think her relationship with her parents is really sweet. They care about her a lot. Yeah, they're very supportive. Yeah, exactly. Mm hmm. So we get to Camp Rock. Uh, It is full of, you know, sexually active band nerds and annoying arts kids. 100%. I've never been to summer camp, but it does seem like a good time. There seem to be a lot of 
dancers at this camp, even though it's a music camp. I don't understand that, but everyone is like a dancer for some reason. They're like, we have to show these kids are artistic. Why don't you just do a few spins, a couple turns? Um, I need you drumsticks in your hand. Uh, drum on anything. Drum around. Drum Drum around. Yeah, drum around. Anything. (laughs) Anything is game. Yeah. So Connie's catering truck pulls up. Mitchie is just bursting with excitement. Then this limo pulls up. Tess gets out, Bro. and there's like a legit wind machine like blowing her hair. It's so Get a car, cheesy. You're one person, wasteful. And Mitchie is like, "Oh my god, that's so cool." They get into their cabin. Um, Mitchie gets settled, and in comes Brown Cesario. He's the camp director and former rock star. Big, like, washed-up rock star vibes. And Mm. they talk for a little bit. It's like, you're a caterer, blah, blah, blah. And then he name-drops Mick Jagger and Aerosmith. And Mitchie's mom is, like, entranced. And she's like, suburban husband who? Who? I would love to see a spinoff movie where Mitchie's mom has an affair with Brown. I feel like that would be way more interesting. so interesting. So then it's time for, like, the opening, like, welcome thing. I don't really know. Everyone goes to, like, the stage. All the teens are, like, jamming. They gather up. Mitchie then bumps into Tess, who is, like, a huge bitch about it for no reason. Then Mitchie meets Caitlin, who's played by Allison Stoner. She actually has a pretty big role in this film. (laughs) Yeah, she does. And, like, Caitlin fills in Mitchie on how, like, Tess is the diva of the camp and how her mom is TJ Tyler, Mm -hmm. who is apparently a Grammy award-winning musician. Caitlin is like, I want to be a music producer. Check me out. And then plays this, like, Nintendo 64, like, sound effect Can you insert, like, a sample of music or something? Yeah, yeah. I'll put it in. It's, like, so bad. Fucking hell. Yeah, it sounds like Mario Kart sound effects. Yeah. And Mitchie's like, wow, that's so cool. It's also, it reminds me of, you know, how if you have a keyboard at home, there are some, like, pre-programmed mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like that. Mm-hmm. So, Dila Duke, the musical director, gets on stage and welcomes everyone. This is where my mind starts to explode, right? This is the same <laughs> actor as the gym teacher from Clueless. So, these movies exist in the same yes. universe. I want there to be more reference to it, but it's definitely the same universe. Yeah. So two guys run on stage and they start beatboxing about how they're going to win Final Jam. It is like horrible. And (laughs) Dila Duke is like, word. And then does the whole like crosses arms in front of chest thing and like tries to be like i i don't even know so she explains that this camp is all about getting new music skills finding your sound and figuring out who you want to be as an artist but most of all it's about having fun it's fun fun. kids going fun i hate the whole persona of this camp director i find it to be so obnoxious (laughs) like everything that she says is overly excited and um yeah yeah i just don't like any of the acting in this film she also announces that for the first time ever, there's going to be a celebrity instructor. Then we cut to Shane Gray in a limo. He is like 
I don't want to waste my summer at some camp. I'm Shane Gray for crying out loud. And I'm like, damn, this is really just fan fiction produced by the Disney Channel. I can't tell you how many fan fictions I read in high school that sound yeah, just like this. I go to camp. Joe Jonas shows up the next day. He's a troubled guy mm. with a bad past, but he wants to reconcile with it. I don't like him. Yeah. But one day he bumps into me. And I'm like, I don't care that you're famous. I'm just a regular girl. And he's like, whoa, she's not like the other <laughs> girls. And then we fall in love. God. Okay. So in the limo, Nate and Jason, who are Nick and Kevin, are reminding him that like this is where they met and where they formed the band. So I guess, are they not, not brothers? They're not brothers in this. No, but they must be because they're like, oh, you get to hang out with Uncle Brown. Oh, I thought you said with your Uncle Brown. Oh, maybe. It's Harry. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I'm like, why couldn't they just be brothers? It would have been easier, but I guess they wanted to be like, oh, like we. if it wasn't yeah. for Camp Rock, we never would have met. Flimsy. So Nick or Nate or whatever is like, this is going to help improve your image. The label has like a huge problem with the way you're acting. Shane is like pissed, but he gets out the limo and before they drive off nick is like bt dubs you're gonna be recording a duet with the winner of final jam and then they drive off and shane is like i'm about to throw some hands right now and i'm like what's the big deal i don't understand but brown is really happy to see shane and shane could not care less mitchie is in the kitchen making patties with her mother there's a huge pile of ground beef waiting to be formed into patties just going rancid yeah, on the I table i just say that because like every image of food in this movie looks absolutely unappetizing disgusting yeah. so they talk <laughs> about how there's an open mic tonight but mitchy is like i'm so shy i'm so shy I can't perform. Um, And her mom is like, you have a great voice, sweetie. Everyone should hear you sing. You have to perform. And Mitchie goes to take out the trash when she hears some girls singing. So she like sneaks over to the window and she sees that it's Tess and her two friends rehearsing for the open mic. It is incredibly grating. My ears are bleeding as I'm listening to it. Tess then stops them and like chews them out for not listening to her. And they're like clearly very fed up with her, but having to deal with her diva ways. Yeah. I find Megan Martin's music to be pretty awful. Back yeah. in the mess hall, Mitchie sets up for dinner and then heads over to the piano with her songbook. And they're just like this grand piano in a random practice room. Meanwhile, outside Shane's on the phone. He's like, I want to leave and I need my hair products. But we're like, if you put one more product into that hair, <laughs> bro, you're done for. You're done. Yeah. So Connect 3 is like, no, get a hold of yourself. You're staying. And Shane starts to get chased by some fangirls. He hides in the bushes and he's right outside the hall where Demi is, sorry, Mitchie is playing the piano, (laughs) singing an original song. And Shane is like, oh my God, what? What? And he (laughs) listens to her sing. She's singing, This Is Me. I was very jealous when I was a tween um, (laughs) that they had this interaction. So Mm -hmm. when the song ends, Shane goes in to see who the mysterious voice was. But by then, Mitchie is gone. She left. So Mitchie gets back to the cabin and she tells her mom that, like, everything is set up. And she can, like, now go and have fun. But Mitchie is having, like, a meltdown about what to wear. She's like, 
none of my clothes are good enough. Like, all these kids are super rich. Like, my regular stuff isn't going to cut it. And her mom is like, just be yourself. Like, it's fine. And so Mitchie borrows an outfit from her mom. And she's like, this is good. This is safe. And then it's like a really bad outfit. It's like something from Chico's. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Mom, can I look through your Ann Taylor caftans, Literally. please, and pick something out and put a belt Tess around it? Tess would love that. Yeah. Oh, God. So then it's time for the open mic. So Mitchie meets up with Caitlin, and then they meet this new girl. Not new girl. They meet this other girl, mm -hmm. Lola. They chat a bit before Lola gets up to perform. Yeah, and Lola performs with her backup dancers. It is a full performance. Like, she has the dancing. She has backup mm -hmm. vocals, accompanist, um, all that sort of stuff. But there are just so many dancers at this music <laughs> camp, and we're wondering why. Yeah. What, what are you getting? What are you gaining? Mm. So the song mm. is fine, but forgettable, honestly. And the crowd cheers. Mitchie is like, wow, she is amazing. And Caitlin's like, yeah, she should be. Her mom's on Broadway. And I'm like, brother, definitely not how that works. <laughs> Talent is not yeah. inherited. Mm -hmm. So apparently the kids around here don't care about Broadway. Um, <laughs> uh, opposite to the kids at French Woods. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i feel like this movie was heavily inspired oh, by French. my Woods. god yeah i would love to hear some of yeah. the like creators talk about it because i mm -hmm. it's just like it's either this or like stage door is the other one right yeah but stage door isn't like a like a camp camp where like you're out on the lake or whatnot is it oh i don't know I don't know. i've never gone to a cabin <laughs> camp with like where are going canoeing yeah yeah mm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. So the point is, <laughs> they don't care about actual talent at this camp. They care about the bling bling, ka-ching, ka-ching. And mm. that's why Tess runs the camp. Tess and her cronies walk up and Tess insults Caitlin. She's like, your folks still wowing them on the cruise ship? And I'm like, you are horrid. Yeah. So then Mitchie introduces herself and, like, gushes over how much she loves Tess's mom, TJ Tyler. We also meet, like, Tess's friends who are Peggy and Ella. And Peggy asks if Mitchie is related to this other, like, famous composer whose last name is Torres. And Mitchie's like, no, like, my dad owns a hardware store. So they start to walk away. Then Mitchie decides oh to God. just lie and say that her mom is the president of Hot Tunes China. Oh, God. And then the girls are like, whoa, that's so cool, as Mitchie continues to weave this very, very tangled web yeah. of lies. So Tess decides to invite Mitchie to sleep in the empty bed in their cabin and sit with them in the VIP section. I'm like, what VIP it's section? It's a camp. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So then they just leave Caitlin in the dust. Yeah. Caitlin's kind of a loser here. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like in an alternate universe, you would be like, yeah, my mom's the president of Hot Tunes China. Like, if you were coming up with a lie because you actually, like, once lived in China. Yeah, that would be a yeah. feasible lie. At least you wouldn't have to, like, lie about every single, like, detail of your life. <laughs> yeah. So... After their interaction, Michi comes running into her cabin and her mom is like, I'm searching for a 300 person chili recipe. I'm like, Connie, use your math skills. Multiply the ingredient yes. list. Done. 
So her mom is like, how's opening night jam? And she's like, everyone loves your food. I did not sing, but I did meet some girls who invited me to move into their cabin. And her mom is super understanding. She's like, oh, of course, sweetie, like go have fun. Little does she know the web (laughs) of lies that Mitchie has just spun. So at Mitchie's new cabin, Tess is trying to, like, call her mom and tell her about, like, the first day of camp, but her mom totally brushes her off and hangs up on her. Big time mommy issues that we are going to see the results of throughout this entire movie. Mitchie shows up and Tess makes Peggy give Mitchie her bed. It's pretty insane. I'm like, damn, this is, like, big parallels to um, Regina George, Gretchen Wieners, Katie Heron. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you only have one bag? And then Tess insults Mitchie's clothes. And Mitchie's like, actually, it's from this really cool boutique in China. And the girls are like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah. Mitchie compliments Tess' bracelet. And Tess holds it out. And she's like, thanks. Every time my mom wins a Grammy, I get a new charm. Wow. I hope that cures your mommy issues. But it simply does not. Yeah. It doesn't cure them. Nope. So Peggy notices Mitchie's songbook, and they get her to sing a little sample of a song. And Peggy and Ella are actually very nice people, and they're like, that sounds really good. Oh, my gosh. Meanwhile, Tess is like a huge asshole tearing Mitchie down any mm. chance she gets. So Mitchie starts singing a part of This Is Me, but she stops towards the end. She kind of like uh, trails off, and she's like, uh, but yeah... It's like not really good. I'm just I'm I'm so I'm shy. So shy. I'm so it's shy. like so hard for my um <laughs> but the girls are like, wow, that sounded great. And Mitchie is like, fucking thank God, like I don't have to <laughs> leave here in the dark of night. So in the morning, Mitchie wakes up super early so she can go and help her mom in the kitchen. As she's sneaking out, she accidentally wakes up Ella and she's like, You're dreaming. You're a rock princess. I'm like, oh, God, I hate the amount of times they reference, like, being a rock star, being a pop star in this movie. Yeah, it's a little much. Yeah. So after they finish making breakfast, Mitchie sneaks outside so she can, like, go into the calf with all the other campers. So she goes to sit with Caitlin and her friends before Tess is, like, Mitchie over here. Once again, the Mean Girls parallels. As she gets up to leave, Caitlin asks Mitchie if her music is any good. And Caitlin is like, well, if you want to be friends with Tess... Don't be. You can't be talented. So then Mitchie goes over and sits with them. And Tess is like, oh, like, where were you? And Mitchie says she was an early riser. And then she takes the first bite of food we've seen this whole movie. Mmm, toast. Shocked me. Yeah, the food introductions in this movie are so so weird. weird. It's like aliens learned how to, like, be humans and then we're acting in this movie. Yeah, I definitely feel like the acting in this movie is poor. It's very poor. Mm -hmm. Also... We were talking about the movie, and Christina was like, they actually took out a lot of scenes of Tess being mean. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what scene? Like, what could they have added? She already seems like an absolute bully jerk. Like, no redeeming qualities. Yeah, because they, the Disney Channel was afraid that she was going to be too mean. So they took out a lot of stuff. But I'm like, she's a terror in every moment. Every single moment. What more could she possibly have done? She's like, she actually it's, tried to kill that's Brown. That's scary to me. She tried to kill Brown <laughs> in the scene we deleted. 
<laughs> uh, back at Shane's cabin, his uncle wakes him up by throwing some water on him. And he's like, get the fuck up. We both have classes to teach. So in class, everyone is jamming out, popping off when Brown walks in and he's like, I want to see what I'm working with this year. It's not his English accent. He's like, I want to see what I'm working with this year. No, that's not it either. Anyways, he picks Mitchie to go first. And at this moment in time, we hearken to Raise Your Voice with Hilary Duff. But uh, it's very different because that movie is good and this movie is bad. So yes, Mitchie is really, really nervous. She practically whispers her song. Brown is like, come on. Like, sing full out. And she does. Everyone is immediately amazed. They're like, she's so good. Brown tells her that her original song was great, and he asks for a high five. Meanwhile, Tess is, like, fucking seething. Just flames coming out of her. Mm. Out of her mouth. This is where they cut the scene where Tess tries to kill Brown. Yeah, exactly. So then they're in the woods after class, and Tess is like, oh, my God, Mitchie, you have to sing with us in the final jam. Your vocals in the background would be amazing. <laughs> Literally, fuck Your you. Your vocals you destroyed <laughs> and erased would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, your vocals behind my nasal grating voice would be amazing. So Mitchie is like, oh, actually, I was thinking about performing solo at the final jam. And Tess is like, wow, that's so bold. You're so brave. And the girls are like, oh, you'll be fine. But then Tess continues her, like, psychological yeah, warfare to, to psych Mitchie out. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry you're not talented, Tess, but, like, suck it up. Jesus. Then Mitchie concedes, and she's like, you know what? Yeah, I'll sing with the group. That sounds like a great idea. Then she, like, tries to race off, and they're like, where are you going? And she's like, oh, I have to go call my mom. China time. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. It's at the middle of the night in China because it's a 12-hour yeah. time difference, but... Mitchie rushes off to the kitchen late. Her mom is just finishing up, and Mitchie starts cleaning up when suddenly Shane walks in. So Mitchie's like, oh my god, I have to protect my web of lies. She throws flour on her face, absolutely wretched, and then she's like, hi, uh, how can I help you? And Shane is just a huge piece of shit from the beginning, and he's like, hi, I'm Shane Gray, but even the kitchen help knows that. Gag, gagging. Then he complains about his food allergy list. He was, he's like, I wasn't even able to go near my breakfast. So he's like, who is in charge? And Mitchie is like, excuse me? You're being a jerk. That is not how you talk to people. And Shane's like, oh my God, no one has ever stood up to me before or even told me I was wrong. Uh, holy crap. And... Shane is like, okay, I'll have my manager send it over again. That's better, bitch. (laughs) So then Shane is, like, walking away when Brown grabs him, and he's like, you need to go and teach your class. You missed it yesterday. So Shane has to go and teach his 2 p.m. hip-hop dance class. So he walks in, (laughs) and he's like, grab a mic and a hat. Follow me if you can. What? on earth it's how you get lice <laughs> this choreography is so bad stop, it, like stop stop the party come on <laughs> he shows everyone this like lengthy combination and expects them all to pick it up immediately obviously joe jonas had no dance experience prior to this movie and it yeah. shows 
So shockingly, despite her also probably having zero dance experience, Mitchie immediately picks up the choreography and all the teenagers are just like going with it, you know, shaking their fists and like hitting the things that <laughs> in the weird choreography that he designed. So, and they're all doing all this stuff and he's like circle up and they're moving around and doing it like <laughs> flipped and, uh, <laughs> Out of the blue, this drummer guy who we see drumming all the time in the movie, he, like, falls. And everyone's like, <gasps> and Tess is like, talk about dancing to the beat of a different drum. Just awful burn. Boo. Awful. And Shane asks him if he's any good. So he takes his drumsticks out and he's like. And then Shane's like, the drummer controls the beat. We just got to get the beat from your hands to your body. And Mitchie is like, oh, my God. He has a heart. He's just, like, hard to get to. Has a wall up and he's damaged. I'll heal him. So then they get to lunch and the first Brother. thing we see are these juice dispensers that are trumpets. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, like, can't believe my eyes. Like, this is Camp Rock. Okay. Do you mm. hear me? Camp R-O-C-K. Ty Pennington actually designed this yeah. whole camp. He's like, look, instead of a closet, you have a giant drum. It's hollowed out. You take off the corner of the, like, drum skin, whatever it's called, and you put your stuff inside. And actually, your bed is a large mm. musical instrument. Yeah. it's You sleep in a yeah. cello case, actually. That's your new bed now. We made you this giant cello case bed with a custom mattress. Enjoy. So Mitchie's mom comes up and she's like, oh, I just want to meet Mitchie's new friends. Mitchie like pretends not to know her really. And she's like, oh, yummy breakfast. They're literally eating fruit. <laughs> They're eating fruit. And Tess is like, yeah, morning carbs are a no-no. The mom is like, okay, well, like, nice to meet you guys. <laughs> and then Mitchie shoots her a look. So she leaves. And the girls are like, do you know her? And Mitchie's like, yeah, she cooked for everyone. From Jessica and Nick pre-breakup, dated yeah. reference, to Pharrell. And the girls are like, oh my god, that's so cool. It's a web of lies that she's created. So Shane is basking in the sunlight. He's strumming This Is Me on his guitar. When Brown sits down, he's like, sounds cool, like your old stuff. I have to stop doing the accent. Brown sits down next to him and he's like, it sounds like your old stuff. It sounds good. And Shane is like, I've been thinking a lot about Connect 3 and I think we could change up the sound. So I'm like, that came out of nowhere. This movie has zero nuance. You were forced to say those lines and I don't believe you. Yeah. So Brown asks if he's going to the campfire tonight and Shane is like, yeah, right. Yeah, right, Brown. Don't be stupid. <laughs> I'm just going to lurk in the back so no one can see me. So in the kitchen, Mitchie's mom is, like, trying to be nice about Mitchie's friends, even though, like, clearly Tess is the worst. And mom is like, you know, Tess doesn't really seem like your type that you're normally friends with. And Mitchie's like, oh, you know, she's so much better once you get to know her. Yeah. Lies. Lies Manelli. Mitchie's straight up lies. Like Oh, what? Because she's not a loser like my normal friends. Um, <laughs> anyways, the campfire jam. Tess gets up for her performance with Mitchie, Ella, and Peggy as her backup singers. 
and she does this original song called Too Cool. This song is horse shit, bro. It's terrible. These sequin outfits are cringe. Uh, the choreography is horrible. She has like four backup dancers. I'm like, why don't you focus yeah. on making a good song before you buy costumes, hire backup dancers, and get like a produced auto-tuned version? Yeah, it sounds it terrible. Sounds, yeah, it sounds awful. It sounds like a robot is singing. So everyone mm. cheers at the end. Shane is like, oh my god, like he's impressed. Why? Mitchie looks dead inside. She's unhappy singing backup. And Caitlin is like, Jesus. And she actually asked Mitchie if she enjoyed singing backup as she like gets off the stage. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Caitlin, you're so resentful. So the next day, Shane is just like strumming on his guitar by the lake. Mitchie like is walking by and like makes a noise she doesn't even say anything to him and shane just like explodes he's like can a guy get some peace and i'm like jesus dude it's like the wind blows and you're like can i get some peace can a guy get some peace jesus (laughs) so mitchie comes over and apologizes for you know doing nothing and she's like, oh, what are you playing? Like, that sounds different than your usual stuff. He's like, then my cookie cutter pop star stuff. Sorry to disappoint. He's like having a meltdown. <laughs> I kind of like, expect him to like cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so intense. I'm like, you are putting a lot of energy out at this stranger. He's emoting a lot. <laughs> yeah. But Mitchie's like, I really liked it. And he's like, well, I just play the music that the label thinks would sell. And Mitchie's like, well, that song would sell. And you won't know if you don't try. But I know that I would totally buy it. It's a little flirty flirt, chatty chat moment. And I'm just like, why are you talking about like this new sound when all he did was like strum four chords? Like, what is happening? He didn't even, wasn't even singing. I don't know, whatever. But Shane is very pleased. He's like, oh. I see what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm. Yeah. Back in the cafeteria, Caitlin accidentally trips Tess. There's a horrible zoom in on her foot as as Tess <laughs> trips over it. And so Tess slips some spaghetti off her plate and onto Caitlin. Just for context, there's no sauce involved. It is just spaghetti. Just dry, boiled yeah. spaghetti. So we need to talk about... <laughs> The lunch looks gross. Disgusting. It's boiled carrots and green beans. Nothing on the pasta. It's dry pasta. Yep. This is supposed to be an expensive summer camp, and Mitchie's mom is supposed to be a good cook, and they did not nail that. This looks like uh, one of the NYU quarantine meals, yeah. honestly. If you're not familiar, NYU is absolutely shitting the bed with uh, the quarantine meals that they are giving their students. Yeah, look up watermelon chicken salad. Yeah, please look up watermelon chicken TikTok and you will be informed, but this shit yeah. is nasty. So they basically get into a food fight and Brown breaks it up. He's like, I really hate when I have to be uncool. But he goes in and talks to them. He's like, okay, who threw the first piece of food? And Tess is like, that's easy. It was Caitlin, which technically is true. But Tess spilled, quote unquote, her food yeah. first. So Caitlin gets in trouble. And Brown is like, you're on kitchen duty the rest of summer. And Caitlin could literally kill Mitchie right now. She's pissed. And Mitchie yeah. is also like, oh, my fucking God. My secret's going to get come out. Caitlin's going to see me in the kitchen with my mother. Yeah. 
So then we have a cute little moment with Shane and Mitchie. Mitchie is carrying this absolutely ginormous box of tortilla chips. And it looks empty. Yeah. And um, Shane sees her and pulls her aside. And he's like, can we chat for a minute? I want to show you something. And he plays this song for her that he's been working on. And he's looking directly into her eyes as he's singing this love song. It's a great song, actually. I think this is one of my favorite songs in the movie. The chemistry is there. Demi did say years later that this is the moment that she fell in love with Joe. I understand. It makes sense. Imagine having a famous pop star, just a hottie, nonetheless, singing to you by the lake. I would die. Ladies, a man. A man will never (laughs) do this for you. Just get that idea out of your head right now. The amount of days I spent just dreaming about uh, Nick Jonas coming to my house like in a limo and like driving up and me getting in and being like, babe, like I don't want you to go on tour again. I miss you so much. My stupid little pea-sized brain. Oh my gosh. Me being like 15 and like trying to fall asleep at night, like half awake, half asleep, dreaming that like I'm in my apartment that I share with Harry Styles and he like (laughs) comes home late from like a late flight and like just joins me in the bed. He's like, I missed you so much. I'm like, me too. You should never go on tour again. And um, Me tour. Let's end your career. (laughs) Let's end the career. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think, though, this scene made me realize why I didn't mm-hmm. really like Joe when I was a kid. And it's because of the anime yeah. hair. That's what did it for me. Because, like, everything else is, like, working. That's it. It's the anime hair for me. <laughs> yeah. It, it really was the anime hair for me. Mitchie loves the song. She is drooling. So she wipes the spit out of the corner of her mouth. And <laughs> Shane is like... I heard this girl singing and it reminded me of the music I liked. So I just started playing around on the guitar and I wrote this. And she's like, it's really good. And she doesn't lie is what she said. She's like, it's really good and I don't lie. But girl, you've been lying this whole movie. It seems like all you do is uh, saying work in the kitchen, eat hot chip and lie. (laughs) So. So Mitchie goes, why are you looking at me like that? And he's like, I don't know. You just seem different and i'm like gag every person is fucking different everyone is different but the difference is that you like someone more so you could just say i don't know i like you why don't you say that you fucking cryptic ass bitch (laughs) mitchie is smitten and she's like I have to get going. Um, and Shane's like, to get some dip. And Mishy's like, what? I don't eat. Who are you Who are you referring to? And he's like, you are carrying pounds, pounds of tortilla chips. So I would assume you are going to get dip for them. And she's like, haha, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. So Mitchie finally gets to the kitchen with her giant box of chips. She's in a great mood. She gets to work. She, like, goes in the back to get more chips. Caitlin then comes in for her shift, and Mitchie tries to hide her face behind this giant bag of chips, but then, like, trips on a mop bucket and, like, eats shit. The chips go flying everywhere. Caitlin sees her. The jig is up. So Caitlin realizes that Mitchie lied about being rich and, like, her mom being the president of Hot Tunes mm-hmm. China. She's like, how long did you think you could keep this up? And Mitchie says that she only lied because she just wanted to fit in. And Caitlin is like, that's stupid and immature. You're hiding behind some stupid Bro. lie. And Mitchie's like, well, you're hiding, too, behind the whole I don't care about anything attitude. 
So then Mitchie's mom comes in and she's like, what is this mess? You're soaking she's wet. She's soaking wet, which I don't really understand. Yeah. And then Caitlin's like, yeah, she drowned in her lies. And mom is like, what? And she's like, nothing. And then Caitlin leaves. Yeah. At taco night, Tess is reading at Tiger Beat and she's like, I am Shane's type. Caitlin is like, warm, funny, and talented? Haha, <laughs> sure. When Mitchie mm-hmm. comes in, Tess grills her on being AWOL. Tess is clearly suspicious at this point of Mitchie disappearing constantly. So Ella tells Mitchie that after camp, they should go visit her in China. And Mitchie is like, huh, yeah, sounds <sighs> good. Tess tells the girls that for the pajama jam, they are all going to wear white shorts and green hoodies. What? Ew. <laughs> Why? Why? Also, once again, we need to talk about how weird they are with food in this movie. Like, while this whole scene is happening, they're, like, at the table with all, like, Mm -hmm. the taco stuff. They put empty taco shells on their plates. Don't put Mm -hmm. anything in them. Peggy puts some cheese on the side. And then they go and sit down to eat. What? What's going on here? This is not human behavior. I don't understand. Like, did nobody catch this? Like, nobody... behind the scenes was like oh this is gonna look kind of weird that you guys are eating empty taco shells let's like do it again but no no, they they left left it it. also i'm thinking that like if this was today and everyone had smartphones they would just google hot tunes tv china and see who the real person is who runs it yeah are you i assume that you're allowed to have your phones at camp i don't know actually the overnight I just want to make it clear. I didn't go to camp. This wasn't a camp. This was like a workshops all day situation. But anyway. An intensive. Yeah, it was an yeah. intensive. But uh, when I went there, you could have a phone. I don't believe you were supposed to use it during the day. You could only use it at free time. Like you were discouraged from mm-hmm. bringing it to classes. But in the evening, yeah, yeah you could do whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's no Wi-Fi. Yeah, maybe. They're in the middle of the woods after all. So that night, it's the pajama jam. I hate all the jams. Yeah. Mitchie shows up, gets some more animosity from Caitlin. Then Tess shows up in this, like, green outfit that is not a green hoodie and white shorts. And the girls are like, uh, you told us all to wear the same thing. And Tess is like, well, I'm the lead singer, so I have to look different. (laughs) And she's wearing this, like, ugly, like, green gross old lady pajamas with a huge statement necklace pendant like if she had old people makeup on like wrinkles and white hair wig she would be a dead shoein for a grandma yeah it looks terrible it's a bad look it's very unflattering in all ways so caitlin gets up to perform and she does like the iconic (laughs) weird little like dance before like doing more super mario effects on her keyboard Everyone is, like, jamming out. Mitchie is like, she's She's really really good. good. Uh, Even Shane is into it. He's like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, this is some high-quality music. (laughs) When Tess realizes that Shane actually likes Caitlin's music, she points to an electrical cord and is like, oh, my God, a snake. And everyone's like, ah, interrupts the whole performance. Caitlin confronts her, and she's like, what the hell? And Tess goes, whatever, major loser. But for once, Mitchie stands up for Caitlin, and she's like, wow, Tess, 
that is so last year. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Except you. Humiliation. Humiliation. Caitlin is like... Get fucked. Oop. So then the next day, Mitchie and Caitlin are working in the kitchen. Mitchie then asks Caitlin if she's performing at the final jam. And Caitlin's like, yeah, I am. And she's like, why are we even talking? But then they start like playing around with the balloons and laughing and having a good time. Caitlin then admits that she used to be friends with Tess. But when Tess felt like she was competition, she dropped her. And she's like, I know that being friends with Tess like can be really fun. But you know what's not fun? Singing back up all the time and wearing stupid outfits and not getting to say what you feel. And Mitchie is kind of like starting to realize that this is true. But she is late for rehearsal with Tess for Final Jam, so she has to leave. Meanwhile, Shane is writing a new song when he gets a call from Connect 3. And he tells them he's finally on board with recording a song with the winner of Final Jam. Uh, now, he just needs to find the girl with the voice. And he's like, hey, drummer kid, come here. Spread the word. And there's this huge montage of girls all over camp trying to prove that they're the girl that was singing big like cinderella story vibes right now there's like girls coming up to him when he's like swimming in the lake there are people waiting in line to talk to him he's getting fucking emails and mitchie's like oh i'm not gonna get in line because he's never heard me sing and walks away dog dog the whole premise dog you are the voice is that he has not seen this person he did not Mm -hmm. see you sing you did not see him Little do you know, Mitchie, you're the voice he hears inside his head. The reason that he's singing. So <laughs> then by the lake again, Shane is working on a song. Mitchie comes over to chat. They have a little flirty flirt flirt. And then they decide to get in the canoe for a little alone time. Whoa. So they're like laughing and joking and just like going in circles. Mitchie asks if he's found his special girl yet. And he's like, why are you jealous? And it's like... <laughs> Oh, my God. And she's like, jerk. But she totally is. That's how people flirted when we were 16. Confirmed. Yeah. Negging. Negging, Negging? was the, the hot topic. What's that? Where you, like, kind of insult someone I hate to that. flirt with them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So then he talks about, like, how hard it is to be famous. He's like, I never know if people are hanging around because I'm because I'm me or because I'm Shane Gray. Yeah. And they like flirt, flirt, flirt a little more. Tess sees them. She's extremely jealous. Shane is like, oh, Mitchie, but like you get it because of your mom's job at Hot Tunes. Like it's so nice talking to somebody who understands my struggles. And Mitchie's like, yeah, totally. I totally, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Later on. Tess is walking around camp just lurking like a little freak when she sees <laughs> Mitchie saying goodbye to her mother. And Tess is like, oh my god. Oh my god. I got the poop on the robot. Yeah. Another jam. This time, <laughs> Brown introduces Shane, who's finally going to do a song. And Nate and James, the rest of... Can- Jason. Yeah, Nate and Jason... <laughs> Uh, aka Nick and Kevin come out to it's a whole Connect 3 performance. I love Nick. 
Mm-hmm. They sound great. It reminds me of the Jonas Brothers. They play I Just Want to Play My Music. Um, this is stream of consciousness. I miss the Jonas Brothers. I would let Nick do anything to me. <laughs> just push me down some stairs, run me over with his car. <laughs> Everyone yeah. is simply vibing. There's a standing ovation and Nick is like, this song was great. We have to submit the song as a demo. I think this studio would have to let us do it. And Shane is like, I can't just leave. I'm not done with Camp Rock yet. Yeah. The song is fire. Like, I enjoy it. It's probably one of the the high musical moments of the movie. So after the performance, Tess is like, hey, Mitchie, tell us about your mom again and how important she is. And Caitlin tries to, like, divert their attention, change the subject, but Tess presses on. Mitchie starts to retell her lie, but her mom is right there. That's awful. So, yeah, she admits that, like, she's not the president of Hot Tunes China. And Tess is like, oh, she's not the president? Is she the vice president? Is she the treasurer? And she's like, <laughs> no, she's a cook. She's like, oh, but at Hot Tunes China, right? And Mitchie's like, no. She cooks here. <laughs> I love your Mitchie impression. You're just like, <laughs> no, she cooks here. <laughs> so then Tess is like, oh, so you lied to everybody. I hate this quote so much. She's such a disgusting yeah. person. She says, your mom cooks our food and you help her. And that's the only way you can afford this camp, right? Literally, fuck you. You are she's such so a bitch. Awful. I what hate is her. the deleted scene? Does she hit her? Does yeah. she fucking hit her? <laughs> Does she try and drown yeah. Mitchie in the lake? Like, what the fuck happened? God she, damn it. She like takes a bag of kittens to the lake and throws them in. <laughs> oh, as no. the deleted scene. Rough. Caitlin calls her a jerk, and Tess is like, at least I'm not a big fat liar. Before they can get away, Shane confronts Mitchie. Yeah. Which I'm like. In front of everybody. Yes. He's like, I really thought you were different, but you just used me like everyone else. Save it for your interview with Pop Informer magazine. The public humiliation is off the charts. Yeah. I would be like fully in tears if I was Mitchie. I can't believe she holds it together as well as she does. The public humiliation in this camp is astronomical. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, she did lie about her mom, and that's, like, not great. But Shane, that doesn't mean she lied about being your friend. Like, clearly had nothing to do with you. Yeah. Whatever. He's He's so so self-absorbed. It's like the world revolves around him. Yeah. So next we see Shane, like, playing guitar by himself, and Tess is once again lurking and watching while he's talking to Brown. And Brown is like, what happened? And Shane is like, it's whatever. I'm just going to focus on changing my sound. I can't get caught up in liking anyone anyways. And Brown is like, okay, well, are you still (laughs) looking for the girl? And Shane is like, her song is just like stuck in my head. And then he starts singing, this is me. Tess realizes that Mitchie is the girl that he's been looking for. Tess is like lurking. My God. I know. And then like the sinister gears start a turn in. She goes over to Mitchie's bed and finds her songbook. And she like reads the lyrics from This Is Me to confirm. And then she decides that Mitchie will never see Final Jam because she sucks. So the next scene is hip hop class. And Mitchie walks in. No one is talking to her. She has become a pariah. She sits in the corner. And Shane has everyone sit down. And he gives them some advice for Final Jam. 
It's not about your image. It's about your music, being who you are and showing how you feel. Otherwise, it means nothing. And Mitchie is like, I feel like a bag of trash. I feel like a piece of shit. He's literally like looking directly yeah. at her as she says this and she's crying what in the corner and it's mean like mean thing to do. You were the one who brought up her lie. She never said anything yeah. or was like, "Hey, you know, my mom over at Hot Tunes China." <laughs> yeah. It's not her fault you're so dialed into the camp gossip. Mhm. So Connie and Mitchie take a walk in the woods and she's like, I didn't realize how ashamed you were. And Mitchie is like, I'm not. I just wanted to fit in and be popular for once. And her mom is like, you have so many friends at home. And Mitchie's like, I have one friend. I have one friend. And yeah, she and sucks. she really sucks. <laughs> so Connie gives her a pep talk and she's like, you don't have to lie. You are talented and people want to listen to you. Very nice moment. Yeah. So then in the cafeteria, Mitchie asks if she can sit with Caitlin and her friends and they let her. Tess then comes over and she's like, can you tell your mom that the chicken was dry? Mitchie is fed up and she gets up and she's like, Tess, stop talking to me like that. I may be the cook's daughter and my father may not be rich, but I'm a much better person than someone who feels good about herself because she makes everyone else feel bad. And I'll take that any day fucking pop off Mitchie hell yeah so then Tess is like if it wasn't obvious you're so out of the group and walks away and then Caitlin's like well then we'll make our own group I feel good I feel good for Mitchie you know she escaped the claws of Tess what am I saying right now yeah this movie's pretty bad I like I'm like it's a nice moment that she stands up for herself I'm also just like this is a bad movie And we get a little montage. Everyone is getting ready for the final jam. It's a useless montage. Tess and her girls are working on their shitty performance. Tess is just being a terror, screaming at them, telling them to take it from the top. People are panicking. (laughs) They're panic dancing. Uh, Caitlin and Mitchie are working on their own song. And they actually look like they're having fun, which I think is supposed to contrast like Tess Mm -hmm. and the girls. Having a nightmare fuels time. And finally, it is the day before Final Jam. So Mitchie and Caitlin are cooking in the kitchen when Tess storms in and says that they stole her gaudy little charm bracelet. Brown is like, all right, like, let's calm down. The girls are like, what the fuck? He's like, okay, we're just going to have a quick look around. No harm, no foul. And then, of course, they find Tess's bracelet under a pile of cookbooks in the kitchen. And Tess is like, see, I told you they were dirty little thieves. And Brown is like, okay, listen, rules are rules. You have both been banned from the rest of camp activities until the end of final jam. The Did you hear that, ladies? The end of final jam. The end. The E-N-D. The end. And end. And final jam. It's the end, yeah. not the beginning of final jam, till the end of final jam. He picks up a whiteboard. He writes down the end of final jam. He tattoos it onto his skin. He like draws it in the sand. He gets someone, <laughs> he gets a notary public to come in and he writes it down. He signs it. He, fo- he films a PSA, <laughs> airs it on TV. <laughs> It is he the end of final jam. Newspaper with the date on it. <laughs> and he says that he is saying this of his own volition until the end of final jam. Yeah. So 
He's like, you picking up what I'm putting down, ladies? The end of Final Jam. And Tess is super pleased with herself and walks out. Yes. Uh, in another, you know, part of the camp, the bros reunite, connect three, whatever. Apparently, the press is coming to cover the whole night. And Shane is hoping to find his mystery girl. So Mitchie and Caitlin are, like, super annoyed. Mitchie's like, I can't believe I came here to work on my music and I got dragged into all this test drama. And Caitlin's like, I've never seen Brown be so harsh. He just kept repeating (laughs) until the end of Final Jam. And suddenly they finally get it through their thick fucking skulls what his not-so-coded message was. Caitlin packs up her giant laptop and they run off to go and get ready. So final jam begins and Tess and her gals are rehearsing backstage. She chews them out again for doing like the wrong step and it looks like Tess just fell backwards onto them. But Peggy's like, Mm -hmm. enough. I've had enough. And she walks out. She's like, I'm done. And I was like, you know what? I'm done too. And bitch, your lip gloss isn't even glossy anymore. Get fucked. Get fucked. (laughs) Get fucked. Get fucked. (laughs) So Brown says (laughs) that this year, not only does the winner get a trophy, but they also get to record a song with Shane Gray. And they also invited the rest of Connect 3 to be the judges. This is like kind of high stakes. Like if you got to connect or connect, if you got to sing with Shane Gray, (laughs) you could be famous. You could be catapulted into fame. Mm -hmm. So the first performance is by a group called Hasta La Vista. They got all the people of color in the movie to do this hip-hop inspired routine. It's a fun song, but pretty forgettable. And they have trampolines on stage so that they can do tricks. Uh, (laughs) I guess because it's a dance camp, apparently. Dance rock, rock dance. Ella joins their performance at the last minute and somehow knows all the words and choreography. Disney was like, if you're a person of color, you're in this number and I don't want to hear another word about it. Everyone likes the performance, though. They're like, clap, clap. Nice, nice. Next is Tess. Her mom actually showed up. Shocking. Tess is shook. Yeah. The song sucks, though. I don't even know the name of it. I, what is it's, it? I forget yeah. the melody immediately. I don't know. Oh, it's like, oh, look at you. Look at there's me. There's never any ass can you see. It's all the Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I don't remember a single word. So Tess is wearing yet another ugly caftan. She's like a thin gal. Someone just like measure her and dress her properly. Yeah, she's drowning in all these empire wastes. It's not a good look. Tess's mom is, like, actually watching the performance, but then she gets a phone call and answers it, which sucks. Tess loses track of her choreography. She almost falls off stage. And then she runs off and starts crying backstage. And this is, like, hand to God, (laughs) some of the worst fake crying I've ever seen from any actor. There's not a single drop of moisture in any of those eyes. And I'm like, could nobody get her some eye drops? Someone get this bitch some eye drops. Get her some eye drops. <laughs> She's like wiping nothing off her face and being like, oh, it's bad. I really hate to see it. Also, are there only supposed to be two performances no. at Final Jam? But I think it's like... Because there was Hasta La Vista and then yeah. this one? I guess it's implied that there are more through... I don't know. I don't know the barrier <laughs> to entry. Uh, I'm not sure of the rules. <laughs> but... 
<laughs> oh my god. Brown is like, so now we're done then. And uh, he's like, actually, wait, we have a last minute addition. Margaret Dupree. And Ella's like, who's Margaret? And Peggy's like, it's me, bitch. And she goes out on stage accompanying herself on electric guitar. And she's like, here I am. And we see a very cheesy montage of all the times she was slighted by Tez. It's two times. It's twice. Bro, and one of the times happened 15 minutes ago. But she gets her moment in the sun. Um, The fake guitar playing is horrendous. But the crowd goes wild. And I do think that part of this movie is actually about Peggy. Because she finds her voice. Like, Mm -hmm. sure, Mitchie has this whole thing going on. But you kind of realize... It's also very much about Peggy. Yes. So when she gets done with her performance, uh, she goes backstage and Tess is like, that was really good. I'm sorry. The one redeeming thing she does this whole movie. Mm -hmm. So Brown is like, well, it looks like it's the end of final jam. (gasps) And then it's time for the judges to go and deliberate. So Connect 3 run to like the back of the room. To deliberate, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mitchie and Caitlin are like, all right, it's our time. We're going to get on stage. And Brown is like, oh, thank God you got my message. Now go out there and rock it, pop it. It's like a lot for me. It's that (laughs) English accent for me. (laughs) Rock it, pop it. So Mitchie goes on stage and she starts singing, this is me. But she is a shy gal. That's her whole thing. So she has to turn away from the audience. And she's like, I've always been the kind of girl that can in my face. And she... <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and she has to, like, bring, get the courage to eventually turn yeah. around. So the chorus hits and she does turn to the spotlight. And the song is a freaking banger. Um, and Shane is like, ooh, it's the girl with the voice <laughs> and does the like two fingers touching thing. And she's like, it's Mitchie. Yeah. So Mitchie is on stage doing a lot of just like thrashing around. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of overperforming happening mm-hmm. in this whole movie, but especially in this moment. But the song is great. Shane joins in with his like uh, need to find you lyrics. I do like the mashup of the two songs. Yeah. I think it's nice. But a man will never. A man will never. Yeah. Yeah, they, like, walk towards each other. She joins him. They sing the chorus mm-hmm. together. They're holding hands. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. I noticed that this time. Yeah. Demi and Joe are, like, so into each other. It's, like, mm-hmm. palpable. So the crowd goes wild. Everyone's like, that was amazing. Oh, my God. Now it's time to announce the winner of Final Jam. And it's Peggy. Probably would have been Mitchie, but Yay. they didn't count because it was after so yeah. everyone's like, go Peggy, go Margaret. And Tess tells Mitchie and Caitlin that they were great and that she told Brown the truth. And she's like, see you next summer. I wonder what Tess would do if their performance was bad. She would just be like, <laughs> she'd have been like, yeah, yeah, they did steal it. I was right. Um, Mitchie's parents come up to her and Mitchie thanks them for the best summer of her life. So then Shane goes backstage and he talks to her and they agree to like start over. He's like, can we go on a canoe ride later? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, he never apologized to, for like yeah. yelling at her in front of the whole camp, but 
whatever. It all seems to be good between them. And once again, in the style of High School Musical, we don't get a kiss, which... A bummer for me. You know, it's disappointing. I was like, well, yet another letdown to add in the long line of disappointments. Yeah. But here we are. At the very end, we get one final number. Definitely not necessary, but they gave it to us anyway. And everyone performs this song together. There is so much thrashing and moving. Yeah, this song is actually like pretty fun. I don't know why I never remember that it happens, but it's like, it's a decent time. Everyone is jamming out and they're just supposed to exude happiness. I suppose. But we end the movie with Mitchie and Shane staring deeply into each other's eyes. Until next time. So yeah, that's Camp Rock. Don't watch Um, it. Or do when you're like drunk (laughs) make fun of it. Yeah. I think it lacks like the heart that High School Musical has, which is why it's not as good. And like the cringy parts are much harder to forgive because it just doesn't have the same like it factor to it. With High School Musical, especially the first one, because I feel like as they progress, they kind of get more into their whole thing with like the costumes and Mm -hmm. like the aesthetics come together a bit more. But especially in the first one, it's like they're kind of trying something out, but It is about this, like, romance between him and Gabriella, and it is about Mm -hmm. him finding his voice, finding this thing that he loves, but it feels like Mm -hmm. there's no barrier. Like, the biggest problem that she has is that she started a lie about herself. No one was like, oh, she's poor. Like, there's not enough adversity to make me feel attached to Mitchie's character, and there's not enough um, tension between her and Joe to make me, you know, care. Yeah. Other than, like, the fact that they, like, have chemistry, you know? Yeah, there's, like, no development to their relationship. We don't even, like, see them meet for the first time. It's just kind of, like, they kind of already knew each other. They have, like, two conversations. That's all we see. I don't know, like, really anything about Mitchie. Oh, my God, I know nothing. Other than she's, Mm -hmm. like, shy. That's it. Yeah, it just, it doesn't really grab me. I don't feel invested in, like, anybody's arc. And the music is not that good. Oh, it's pretty bad. not cohesive. And I did read that they, like, wanted every song to sound, like, super different. They themselves. (laughs) Which, like, yeah, they did. But then because of that, it's not cohesive. And the songs don't go together. And, like, I don't want to listen to any of them. Whereas, like, in the second movie, they, like, made it more so like a musical where people are singing, like, emotional moments. And, like, the songs are more cohesive, so I think it's better. And clearly, like, writing dialogue was not their strong suit, so they should have written in more, like, music as emotional moments so that we didn't have to hear as much of this, like, really cringy dialogue. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I just don't like looking at this movie. I don't like any of the costumes, (laughs) any of the sets. Um, what else? I, uh, I don't know how I feel about Demi Lovato's acting, but I do enjoy her (laughs) singing. Uh, but it didn't even have enough of her singing in it for me to be like, that's a really big draw. Totally. She has like two songs. Yeah. And she's the main character. Shall we give this movie a rating? Oh, I I guess we gotta. Okay. Can we say it at the same time? Cause I, I want to (laughs) see, um. So this is natural, guys. We didn't confer beforehand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, two, one, three. Two. Oh! <laughs> I'll give it a two. I'll give it a fucking two. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, it's just, it's not good. It's so not good. I don't feel the, like, desire to watch it. 
really ever, but especially no, now. I think if I never saw it again, I'd be perfectly happy. As I was watching it a couple times, I would pause to like write a note and I'd be like, I can't believe I'm watching this. This fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, literally. I would maybe watch it again just to like clown yeah. on it. But even then, like it, you can't clown on something when you just like don't <laughs> enjoy it really at all. <laughs> yeah. There has to be like some level of like love and yeah. respect for it. To, like, clown on mm-hmm. it and it be enjoyable and not just be like, why am I watching this? Like, it's fun to clown on, like, what time is it? Summertime. Because it's like, yeah. I love Troy. I love yeah. Chad. But I don't care about any of the characters Not in at this all. Movie. I just want to be like, can we at least get, like, a live concert? Like, I'd rather Disney Channel was like, we're releasing a live concert of the Jonas Brothers with Jemmy Lovato as their opener. Yeah. And I would be like, I'm fucking watching that over and over again. Yeah. Oh, boy. I really did not go into this. Like, when we decided to do Camp Rock, I really didn't think I was going to dislike it as much as I was excited. It was my idea. I was like, let's do it. (laughs) It's summer. Let's do one more summer movie. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I'm stupid. (laughs) But we did it. And, you know, hopefully you enjoyed some of our really bad jokes. And, uh, yeah. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. If you write us a little review on Apple Podcasts, we will give you a shout out in the next episode. And also on our social media accounts, if you want to pop over to them, I post some cool screenshots of different parts of the movie and occasionally do Mm -hmm. an edit. I think I'm going to have a lot of fun with edits for this. So. Yeah. Stay tuned for those. Yeah. We do some fun polls on the Instagram yeah. story. So go check those out. Um, yeah. You can follow us on Instagram. It's Movies That Raised Us. You can follow us on Twitter. It's MTRU underscore pod. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Yeah. Rest have of your week. Have a good night. Treat rest yourself your after listening to this review uh, because mm-hmm. even not watching it, just hearing about what a horrible movie it is, it can take a toll on you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Movies That Raised Us. We are Mo and Christina, and our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye.